Hey guys, and welcome back to another episode of For the King Podcast. Today we're going to be talking about free worship and what it means to worship freely. And when I say worship, I don't exactly mean like bands playing, hands up, that kind of thing. I do mean that. But I also mean like worship in your daily lives and what that looks like, Um, which is basically what this podcast is about, right? Learning to live your life to glorify God, learning to live your life for the king. And that is worship to him, right? Um, So in this day and age, your reputation is everything. And as humans, we have this desire to be loved. We have a desire um, to want others to like us. I mean, generally, people in school, school school-aged people, uh, middle schoolers, high schoolers, elementary, you know, college occasionally, um, we understand how people react to those desires of wanting others to like us. It's obviously um, prevalent in the workplace and um, in reality, in like real life too, but it's very, very obvious in high school and stuff. Um, And that is popularity. Now, the definition of this word is to be well-liked. So, obviously, people are watching everything we do. And as they watch, they judge. They weigh whether your choice was a good decision or a bad decision. Um, And the more that people agree with you, the more that you follow kind of what's in, what's what's well-liked among others, the the more liked you are as a person. So we're all constantly aware that people are watching and judging. So sometimes that's why we're so incredibly careful to stay in our comfort zones because your comfort zone is basically what you know is liked among others. That's what you become comfortable with. And unfortunately for us, that's exactly what the devil wants. We desire to fit in because that's what the devil wants. He wants to drive, he wants us to drive ourselves crazy, trying to transform ourselves into a version that fits in, into a version that is liked among others. And most of the time, the way you're trying to fit in or um, the way you... um, try to become more like the in crowd the in crowd and what's in and what people like is not always the godly crowd or the godly way of living right and that is a hard truth so when it comes to worshiping the question is which person are you when you're living your life worshiping god when it comes to even you know, standing with a band up in front of you. Which person are you? Are you worshiping freely? Or are you holding yourself back because you're stuck in your comfort zone? Right? God tells us in Romans 12 to don't copy the behaviors and customs of this world, but instead let God transform you into a new person by changing the way you think. Then you will know God's will for you, which is good and pleasing and perfect. First, Let's break it down. First, God tells us not to copy the behaviors and customs of this world. God knew people were going to have this issue. God knew that the world was never going to be the Christian uh, way of glorifying him, right? The world was always going to be filled of evil and that's what was always going to be liked among the world, right? So his directions to us is to not copy what's in. 
there's a quote um, by Vivian Green um, that says, life isn't about waiting for the storm to pass. It's about learning to dance in the rain. And a couple years ago, God kind of spoke to me and said, hey, this could mean a lot of things when you look at it through a godly perspective. So uh, using this as an analogy, God is saying, don't be the person, you know, inside waiting for the storm to pass, bored, you know, um, when I, when I think of this, I kind of think of, um, cat in the hat, (laughs) um, where the two kids are sitting at the window watching the rain pour and they just have nothing to do, right? Don't be those people waiting for the storm to pass. Then the next part of the verse is, um, God says, let God transform you by changing the way you think. This is saying God is going to change our desires. He's going to change what we think about the in crowd. He's going to change our comfort zones. He's going to show us that we should desire him. He's going to make us realize that the rain does not stop us. He's going to make us not care what the people inside the houses think. And best yet, he's going to make us feel free to dance in the rain, feel free to worship him, feel free. Because I think the other part of this is you have to realize who you're worshiping, right? We shouldn't be afraid to freely worship the God who deserves your praise more than anything, more than any materialistic thing, more than any person. We shouldn't be afraid of that, right? God doesn't want you to hold back, right? He doesn't want you to hold back so not to hurt your reputation. He doesn't want you to hold back so um, you don't get made fun of. In fact, God tells us that persecution is a good thing, that we should have joy in persecution. And I think one of the the reasons he tells us that is because if you're getting persecuted for loving God, that's got to mean that you're doing something right, right? <laughs> um. Because you are spreading the fact, the word and the facts that you are a Christian enough that people are noticing and people are, you know, making fun of you or hurting you or whatever. Um, so when you're in worship with God, you shouldn't be afraid to worship. Even if it means, you know, risking your reputation, uh, you know, risking being made fun of, risking getting hurt. When it comes to God, he's worth it. He's worth it, y'all. As Christians, we need to not feel comfortable in our comfort zones. We need to feel uncomfortable in our comfort zones until our comfort zones are Christ. Until... Uh, until we become so comfortable talking about God that it becomes the thing we talk about most. Until we get so excited about the gospel that it just brings joy to your face to bring it up. So you bring it up all the time. We need to feel uncomfortable in our comfort zones because our comfort zones is not where God is going to be 
until God is your comfort zone. Until you realize that God that you're worshiping deserves more praise than anything, anyone you have ever met, ever used, ever, I don't know, more than anything. Until you realize that that's the God you're worshiping. You are going to be held back. You're going to be a captive to your comfort zone. Unless we allow God to come into our hearts and to transform our hearts, to transform our desires, and to let him become what we're comfortable with. Not because it's liked amongst people, because oftentimes the gospel is not going to be liked among people. Oftentimes the gospel is going to be offensive to people because the gospel is offensive. I mean, think about it. The gospel is offensive because you're telling people they aren't good enough. They're going to be offended by the gospel. They're going to be offended by God unless you show them the love that God has shown to you. Unless you share the gospel of love with them. Both the sin and the love. Don't forget what we talked about last episode. You have to be full-heartedly praising the Lord. You have to realize that he is worth it every second, every penny, every, you know, joke that's made about you. You have to realize that God is so worth it. And when he becomes what you're comfortable about, with, when he becomes all you talk about, that's when your comfort zone is going to change. And you, and that can only happen through God. So you have to let God transform you in your comfort zone. So don't hold yourself back in worship. Don't stay in your comfort zone. Surrender that comfort zone to God through prayer, through rejoicing. Surrender it to God and allow him to transform it. And then to give you the desire to only speak of him, to only love on him, to only praise him, right? Worship like no one is watching. The phrase dance like no one's watching is <laughs> funny to me because I always think about like being on the like the dance floor in like the middle of this like super crowded room and everyone's just kind of like swaying back and forth and then if you erased everyone And you just kind of, like, had one person in the room. And they just start jamming out and, like, doing, like, all these funky dances. This is the same thing. Worship like no one's watching. Your worship is supposed to be a time of you connecting with the Lord. It's supposed to be a time of you just pouring your heart out, loving him, rejoicing in him uh just simply celebrating who he is and when we're stuck 
and being captive to our comfort zones, to looking okay. Because there are people around. That's when it doesn't become worship anymore. It becomes almost like a social game. And you're no longer focused on the Lord. You're focused on what other people are thinking of you. You're focused on what other people are doing, saying, hearing. And I think so often our culture is so caught up in that. We're so caught up in that. We're not willing to risk our comfort zones or our reputation or whatever for Christ. But when it comes to us being by ourselves, that's, that's when it's cool. We have to surrender that comfort zone to God. We have to realize that God is so much, is so, so, so worth it. I mean, think about it. Jesus was uncomfortable on the cross. He was more than uncomfortable. He was hanging there, first of all, naked. Second of all, he was so hurt in so much pain. Not just hurt physically, but hurt emotionally, hurt mentally. His best friends had just betrayed him and ran off. His father was putting him on the cross. I mean, at some point, Jesus Jesus knew this was happening. He knew this was his his the plan. But he felt betrayed by his he's got to have felt a little betrayed by his friends mentally and emotionally hurt physically hanging there by his hands where he has to pull himself up by his by the scrapes in his hands that not the scrapes the nails in his palms just to breathe. Jesus was in shame, embarrassed, uncomfortable on the cross. But he looks at you and he says, you're worth it. I love you enough that you're worth all of this. So if that's the person who doesn't deserve our worship, our free, our full-hearted, uninterrupted, unsocialized, uncomfortable, worship then I don't know who does so I'm gonna pray us out this one this episode was a little bit shorter but I feel that it's it's got substance to it so let's pray God I want to thank you for this listener I want to thank you for what you're doing in our lives, Lord. I want to thank you for your plan. I want to thank you for your son 
who chose to die for us. Even though we didn't deserve it, but he loved us enough to say we were worth it. Lord, I pray right now that both this listener and I can surrender our comfort zones to you. That we can no longer feel comfortable talking about people behind their backs or gossiping or making fun of people, but we can only feel comfortable speaking of you, Lord, bringing glory to you, loving you. I pray that you fill this listener's heart and you change their desires and you help them to know that your will for them is good and pleasing and perfect. That you are a joy, an unimaginable joy. That your love is unending and undeserved and unexpected, but it's overwhelming how much you love us. I pray that we can surrender our comfort zones, our, our reputations, our popularity, our views, our... <laughs> image to you, Lord. And that you will bring us peace and joy in times of persecution. That you will make us comfortable sharing the gospel even if the whole world is against us. That you will remind us that you are for us. It's in your glorious son, Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thank you guys so much for listening to this episode. I love you all. Um, I thank God for all of you. Um, And if you haven't listened to the other episodes, go check them out. Okay, bye guys.